Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Boom, we're on. Yeah. Today's guest, we've got Jay Hutton. Right. How are you, me. brother? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, you're looking yeah. well. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I like your shit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to impress Slick. everybody now. <laughs> Tattoo fixers, brother. Yeah. Mega. Yeah. Mega. Like it. Yeah, I love that. Love that. I've got three shady tattoos myself. Have you yeah, you've got to get out yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to show me <laughs> no, that. You can't say that. Not show me. Three shady ones, man, that I got probably 10, 15 years ago. Did Thought you? it was cool. Fuck me, boy. It was a wrong man. How long ago? 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. Young Do you not have anything since? Nah, because I regretted that. What, all of them? Yeah, I got a big massive crucifix in my back. I've got faith and hope here, which is terrible. I don't even think it's spelt right. <laughs> and I've got like an angel that's kind of turned into a witch on my side. Really? Yeah, the chat tattoos change, yeah, as well over yeah. time. Oh, God, yeah. They, they, yeah, the industry's changed like completely since I started tattooing. I've been tattooing mm. 12 years now and it's diff- so, so different now to when I started. Every, like the, the, the machines are different. And, and now you've got like artists coming through all these like young people they go to college and they're, they're actually artists tattooing now mm. so yeah it's, it's it's proper developing who knows what it'll be in like 10 yeah. 10 15 it's a craft years. isn't it yeah yeah people don't realize the the, the detail that goes into <clears throat> tattooing i didn't myself to be honest mate when i first started tattooing i just i mean you look at it and you know i, I was like i could i can draw and uh you know i look at it and thought i could do that mm-hmm. mate when you start tattooing it's a whole different ball game yeah as well, you got to remember that you're marking someone's skin for life. The pressure of marking someone's skin for life. I don't think you quite grasp that until you're actually about to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, mate, the first time, fucking hell, some of the first tattoos I ever did on people were just... What was your first ever tattoo? <laughs> well, I I actually tattooed my um, one of my best mates, his older brother, and his older brother was an absolute psycho. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, Chris will let you tattoo him. And mm-hmm. I was thinking... I don't want to do this. And he had a little bit of tribal on his arm. Mm-hmm. So the lad I was working for drew like a little cover up on it. It was a cover up actually, yeah. First mm-hmm. tattoo was a cover up. And uh, he drew this like tribal tattoo on him and it took me four hours just to outline it. And they were sh- it was shaky and everything. And this girl who was working there had to finish it off for me. Oh, mate, it was bad. But yeah. he, he still got it and he loves it, but he won't get rid of it because it's my first ever tattoo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he won't get rid of it, mm-hmm. but you know. Yeah, first yeah. ever tattoo was a cover up. Sure, massive, broke all sorts of records when it mm. first came out. Yeah. But I always go back to the start with my guest brother. Yeah. How it all began. Yeah, well, I'm from uh, North Wales, mm-hmm. which is probably about 45 minutes down the road from here. Lived in a in a place just outside of. Do you, have, you ever, have you ever heard of Rill? No. No, so if you're, if you're from up this way, you'll have heard of Rill. Okay. It's a small town, <clears throat> seaside resort. All the scousers and the manx come there for, for their holidays and stuff like that. So. It's a busy place full of different people. So, you know, it's uh, it can be quite rough at times. Um, but that's where I'm from. I'm from just the, on the outskirts of that in a place called Abergelly. Uh, grew up there. Um, yeah, it's, mate, it just, yeah, I had a great upbringing. Mum and dad are amazing. Got a brother. And, um, yeah, we're a proper tight-knit family with um, 
have done everything together. And yeah, mate, it just started yeah. all from there. You know, I don't never thought that I was going to get into tattooing growing up. It wasn't like one of these things that I thought, you know, oh, yeah, I want to be a tattooist when I'm older. It just sort of fell into into place. How was your schooling and stuff? Yeah, good. It was good, mate. I am. Um, yeah, I, I was quite shy in that in school. Like, I, I was quite quiet. I kept myself to myself. I still do really. I, quick, I, I still keep myself to myself. But um, yeah, I was quite a shy kid in school. Um, my first couple of years of school, and then obviously went to high school. And then my first my first year of high school um, was a bit rough. I got bullied a little bit. Not not like um, not like major bullied. Like some kids get bullied, but you know, just a bit of pushing around and stuff like that and then yeah some things happened there but other than that mate it was great after that oh. luckily I had an older brother so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> does he do judo? no uh, jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu? yeah yeah, yeah don't yeah. fuck about with him nah. <laughs> <laughs> no mate he's just got his blue belt he yeah. has uh, so yeah he's been doing about just about a year and a half I think but he's now. your double do you think? yeah is that a compliment to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? So many people, we, we don't see it, mm-hmm. but loads of people say it. Like, everyone say, God, you're like twins. Nah, we just you look at each other like, what? double. Do you I think? I've seen photo, yeah. Double. Seriously? Absolute double. Because I, I thought it was you. Did you? I thought it was you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, he's went downhill. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kick my balls. Because um, when you're at school as well, you got yeah. a C for art. Yeah. Yeah, what was that story? So, um, yeah, I've been drawing all my life. So when I used to go to like go to school, I'd come home at three o'clock, I'd go straight into the living room, I'd just lie on the floor and I'd draw all night until I went to bed. And I used to just draw portraits of footballers. And uh, so my mum and dad were always saying, God, you're amazing at drawing and all this stuff. And I sort of knew I was good at drawing. Um, and then it's sort of like when I was in school, I started recognising that people couldn't draw and it just was a thing that I just thought, well, I can draw. I don't understand how you can't draw. So um, yeah, when I went to high school... Art was compulsory up until year nine, I think it was. And I didn't like really doing like painting or clay modeling and stuff like that. I just like drawing with a pencil. So yeah, I used to get recognized in my class as the one who could draw really well. So people used to try and get me to do their work from and stuff. And then my art teacher, she wasn't the type of person who would really take interest in what anyone was doing. Um, but yeah, I got a, I got a report once, my, my report, and it said um, C and an F at grade of five, which was the worst F at grade you could get. And I remember thinking, that's not, that's not right. Everyone knows I can draw here. And I, and I was never cocky or like, yeah. I'm the best here at drawing and all that. I just knew how good I was at drawing. So anyway, I come home and I, you know, my dad was like, you know, I was like, what's this? You know, you, you, that's not true. That you, mm-hmm. F at grade of five and all this. And he was, he was going mad about it. Anyway, parents evening come round. So I go to <laughs> I go to my parents' evening. I've got a, a session booked with her. So I go there and uh, I walk up to her and she goes, who are you? My teacher goes, who are you? And I went, uh, I'm Jamie Hutton. And she went, do I teach you? And my dad was like, well, it's funny you should say that. And he brought my portfolio of all my drawings that I'd done at home every night. And I just had loads. And then he was going, look at them. And she was going, oh, and then just people around. And I was just, mad embarrassed like and he was going no and she was going yeah yeah they're good and he was going no no look at the next one look at look at them because you've given him that and it doesn't match up does it and she was like she was just embarrassed and then um yeah i got moved to a different art class um and when i got moved to that class different teacher lovely teacher she was and i just thought i'm gonna have to prove a point here so i had a homework and i i went home and i drew my watch off my wrist 
And I spent like four, five hours on it and then took it in the next day and she was just, couldn't believe I'd even drawn it. She was just like, and then she just marked it A like that and I was just like buzzing. Yeah. Why did she not acknowledge your stuff the don't first know. time? I don't know. I really don't know. Were I don't, you shy in class? Were you quiet? Yeah, I, I, I think I was. You know, I was I was never like this brash person. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, mate. Mm. I don't I don't know. I don't understand it. She must have not liked you, mate. No, maybe, but it's funnily enough that I, I got a job tattooing the lad who taught me to tattoo had her as a teacher as well, and she told him he wasn't good at art as well. And he was good? Yeah, he was good. What about jealousy? Okay. Don't know. Okay. I don't know. Funny thing was, though... Your... <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing was, though, when Tattoo Fixers came about and it was taken off, my school asked me to come back. Was she still there? She was still, still there, there, yeah. She was, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we went round. They were, like, asking me to go around all the classes and that. And then we get to this, the art class and I didn't know she was still there. And uh, all these kids are coming out and asking for photos and stuff. And she comes out, she didn't look at me. She didn't <laughs> acknowledge me. And I just thought, yeah. do you know what? I could tell all these kids here and just you just lose all the respect. Mm-hmm. But I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, so don't lower yourself on that. Nah. She never even came over and says, nothing. well done. Or... No, nothing, mate. Nothing. That's a shite teacher, that. <laughs> that is a shite teacher. Uh, you just got to get away with yeah, it, don't you, yeah. mate? It's one of them things. Did you, when you were doing art and stuff in school, did you find it was like a lonely journey as well? Was there a lot of other people doing it? Um, I mean, I, well, because it was at that point, it was compulsory. But because that happened, I didn't pick it for GCSE. Because mm-hmm. I thought, I just, I can't be arsed with that. Like, yeah. I can't be arsed doing, putting effort into that and then not getting anything out of it. Um. I thought she just didn't know what she was talking about. So I left it. I didn't pick it. And then I stayed on to sixth form because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Didn't, didn't want to leave school and just get a job and do nothing. Um, so I stayed on sixth form. And I actually went, when I was in sixth form, I went to try and sign up to do art again because I thought maybe I'll do this. Mm-hmm. And the guy who was uh, taking the art classes then actually said, he was like, if you didn't pick it for GCSE, you'll be too far behind. And even that made me go, I it won't be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. but I just you know they're saying that so I just thought I'll just leave it just leave it and then and then I started watching Miami Inc do you remember Miami yeah, Inc yeah yeah that's cool. what made me mm-hmm. want to be a tattooist I yeah. just thought right isn't that amazing that yeah. you watched that and then you end up doing something similar well yeah that like that that was the plan really because that's what did I, you know on your, yourself or your dreams or your visions or your goals once that... I saw that mm-hmm. that is what gave me a focus to, to, to do what I'm doing now yeah. I literally just thought that is sick. Yeah, your light bulb moment. Love that, and I thought, and people can fr- respect you for that. Mm-hmm. I the tattoos that. were proper on that. Yeah, proper, weren't they? Oh, mate, and I was talking about bollocks. ten years ago. Oh, it was amazing. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Saying that's even mad. Like thinking it doesn't even feel like it yeah. was that long ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, that's exactly. I sp- watched Kat Von D doing them portraits, yeah. mate, and that was me set. I just thought that's what I want to do, mm-hmm. and I want to be on telly doing it. And you done it? Yeah. Did yeah. you work? You were in McDonald's as well for a bit. Yeah. How was that experience? It's. It, uh, do you know what, mate? My my mum and dad have always just said, you know, if you want something, you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. So you know, as soon as I was, as soon as I um, turned sixteen, it was like that. Get a job. Fair play. So the first job I got was uh, McDonald's. Um, and mate, for me, it wasn't about the job. It was about just getting some money and, yeah. and being able to pay my way. Some stability. Yeah, pay my way, pay for my car. That was, you know, when I turned 17, I was um, wanting to pay for my own car and, you know, run my car and stuff. My what was, was your like, first car? 
Uh, it was my brother's Honda Civic LSI, <laughs> uh, and it had Viper stripes down yeah. the front. Oh, it was proper. And he had a pair of um, my dad. My dad's a singer, so yeah. my dad had a pair of these Ramza speakers, which mm. are massive speakers. And, and we, yeah, and we put them in the boot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah proper channel <laughs> And he got a four in that, so we could put that up. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was the bollocks, though. I loved it yeah. at the time. I loved it's it. It's funny, mate. I had a green corsair as well. Did you? Yeah, oh, shady. That was but, the time, though, yeah, wasn't it, mate? Five-spoke alloys. And, oh, yeah. Oh, shit, Lower man. it, body yeah, kit on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Thinking you're cool. <laughs> you look back now, you yeah. cringe, don't you? So, 18, this is when you started getting into tattooing? <clears throat> yeah, well, I left McDonald's and I went to work in Asda. Mm-hmm. I think I worked in McDonald's for about two years. And then I went to work in Asda. Uh, still didn't I was um, I was in uh, sixth form at this point still didn't know what to do and I just bummed around in sixth form just bunked off lessons and stuff because I was just didn't have a clue what I wanted to do I was working in Asda and I got this job in Asda and I ended up working on, on the fish counter in Asda oh god but at the same time I started working in Asda and I had the fish counter and it was so embarrassing I just didn't like it I was 70 18 sorry and it just was not the cool thing. Stank. Stinking. Oh, yeah, horrible. But on the other hand, as well, my brother used to DJ in a nightclub. And he uh, got a job in the main nightclub in Rill. So he was leaving the club that he was at. And I was like, oh, teach me to do it so I can earn extra money. So he takes me up to this club. <clears throat> and uh, I was with him for about pff, 20 minutes, half an hour. He's just going, yeah, you do this, you do that. And you do this, put this in, this. And it turns on. And I was just like, right. And uh, he goes, you, you're, you're DJing on Saturday. And I was like, shit. So then that was that. And I, mm-hmm. so I used to DJ on the weekend mm-hmm. on a Saturday in this well good club. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, mate, that was sick. Yeah. But so in the day, I had this awful yeah. job. And on the weekend, I had a this DJ. well good job. <laughs> so like, I tried to hide this uh-huh. one. <laughs> what kind of music? Oh, house, oh, everything, mate. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mixed everything. Oh, yeah, mixed everything. Mm-hmm. And it basically everyone that everyone from our area could just get in there it was just mm. one of those places you could get in it didn't matter mm. what, what age you were you could get in yeah um so like yeah they got um, it was just we had some belter nights mm-hmm. there right did you drink it. much or anything younger years <clears throat> uh yeah just yeah n- n- nothing excessive mate just mm-hmm. if i was going out one night out with my mates yeah go out every weekend and yeah get pissed yeah. and you know just as you on. do yeah just normal mate but 18 you did you have did you open your own, sh- own shop at 18 no so when i was 18 um I got the apprenticeship. So who with? Uh, a guy called Andy, Andy Lloyd. Um, who was he? A place called New Skin Tattoo. Yeah, sound mate. Yeah, quality guy. Um, gave me the opportunity, mate. So yeah, yeah we we still we still mates and stuff. And I, we don't speak to each other that much, but we still still good, good yeah. mates and stuff. And you know, I uh, yeah, I'm grateful to him for giving mm-hmm. me the opportunity. But yeah, I. Um, I just thought one day walking past that I'd go in there at some point, but never really, I did, just didn't really have the balls to just walk into somewhere mm-hmm. like that and go, oh, you know, have you got a job and stuff? But then my brother was getting tattooed there and I said, oh, can I come and watch? And he was like, yeah. <clears throat> so we go in and Andy was tattooing him and Dan was like, oh, Jay's a well good artist. And I was a bit like, oh, shut up. Like, you know, Embarrassed. and he was like, he goes, show Andy, you should show him your drawings. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I've only got a couple. Like, because I've been working on a portfolio that I was probably eventually going to take it in there. And uh, then Andy was like, no, let's have a look. So I took him in and he was like, yeah, they're, they're well good. Um, he goes, tell you what, go away, come back in a week and uh, do some more and we'll see see where we're at from there. So I thought, right, I've got to, I've got to smash this now. So went home for a week and I drew like all these portraits of these rappers. Spent about five hours on each one every night. 
And I went in on the Monday and, and took him in and he was just like, yeah, mate, start on Monday. Blown away. Yeah, just took me on straight away. And it doesn't happen like that in tattooing for apprentices. Mm -hmm. really. It's so difficult to get an apprenticeship. I was just very lucky yeah. that, uh, yeah, that he just gave me the, the time. See, when really. you're doing it, and you, if you're just starting, what's it like when you see the little blood and stuff? Do doesn't you phase me. It now? doesn't phase me. I, th I think it just depends on what you're like as a person because mm -hmm. a lot of people are. They yeah. don't like blood and stuff, do they? Yeah. But but you know funny enough I had a lad pass out yesterday <laughs> so, so he shows only just dotting last oh, week as well oh no yeah straight back into it people passing out yeah. now. but no but the, the blood and stuff doesn't phase me mate you do, it's weird you don't think of it like that and you know especially there's things on tattoo fixes and you know people getting tattooed in rude places or mm. and all that sort of stuff but when it, you're actually tattooing you're not thinking about that you're literally just thinking of the job and it's just skin so you just see it as an art a craft yeah. just get the job done do it as best as you can that's it and you know <clears throat> you've always got it in the back of your mind that you forget that you're putting someone through a lot of pain yeah so you always have to keep it in mind that you know you might be doing six seven or eight hours but that person's yeah. in pain for that long yeah. as well and some people can sit not flinch perfect pain nah, threshold's massive, they're, but they're, they're weirdos they're, yeah because when i got I had six hours on my back and I was nearly crying every every, <laughs> yeah. every every second. It was so painful. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, they I'm must the same, lie. Mate. They must be lying. Well, do you know what? There are there, there's hundred percent people who lie, but they I have met people who can seriously sit there. Like, I mean, I've I've got a mate who can I can tattoo him for eight nine hours, and after what? nine hours he he's he's get he sits there like he's just started getting tattooed. He's fine. Do some people enjoy it? Some people say they do, but a lot of time I think that's bollocks. I think that's bullshit. Because you don't, don't know how like you your, can yeah. enjoy it. You don't look like your average tattooist either. Handsome guy, <laughs> looking good. In Glasgow, I'm going to be honest, they're all big fucking baldy men with like, tattoos in their face. And you don't look, I don't know what a tattoo artist should look like, but the ones in Glasgow look <laughs> like bikers. Do you know well, what I mean? Yeah, I've worked with a lot of guys that look like tattooists. Yeah. Like the typical what you'd think. Um, and I used to get that a lot of people saying, you don't look like a tattooist. In fact, I used to work with a guy who was exactly that, the stereotypical looking tattoo artist, mm -hmm. big, massive guy, bald head tattoos all over his neck and his head and stuff. Great guy. And, uh, you know, people would come in and just because he looked like a tattooist, they'd rather be tattooed by him. Mm. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. But it's weird because you do visualise that the, the jeans on, the black t-shirt, but the bald and the tattoos. Yeah. That's what every, I got the same guy. I don't know why we had the same guy, but he was the exact same. He was just, and he was actually soft as shit. Really? Yeah. Sorry. You, you, but, yeah, but he was, he was soft as shit. You'll find like everyone's like, you know, people have this thing about tattoo shops that they're mm -hmm. really rough and stuff. And, and don't get me wrong, a lot of them are. There's a lot of people, places that are. And, but the one I worked in, you know, was was great. The lads were sound, yeah. and everyone that came there, they I think people build themselves up so much worrying about mm -hmm. going in there. That, but once they're in there, you, you you're in such close proximity with someone, and they're putting their trust in you that you all end up chatting and talking yeah. like your mates, and then they just think, oh, that was sound, that yeah. you know, and that's what brings people yeah. back. I think a lot of places that <clears throat> Magaluf, maybe Benidorm, the cheap tattoo shops, people are getting in there drunk, mm. and. It, it puts a lot of people off because yeah. that's what a lot of people remember. That shit as is the, the shit tattoos, isn't it? Well, the, that's the thing, you know, if, if it depends what your experience of someone who's got tattoos is like and how you're going to judge them, isn't mm -hmm. it? I suppose, because I don't think it's the same anymore, though. I don't think, I think that stigma of people with tattoos is, is well out the window. I mean, unless yeah. you've got your face drastically covered or, you know, hands and neck and yeah. it's proper on show. Even hands and neck now, I think don't not, it doesn't bother people as much as it used to. Nah. Um, 
But yes, I mean, it's just a case of judging a book by its yeah. cover. I think shows like Tattoo Fixers and stuff like that are, are changing the way people look mm-hmm. at that now. Well, Tattoo Fixers, first of all, congratulations. Cheers, mate. That was five years ago. Yeah, five, five years, years ago. ago yeah. Broke all the records. You're yeah. now on Netflix, which yeah. will no doubt boost your portfolio even more. So yeah. that's amazing. I've seen yeah. constant on your Instagram, people just watching <clears> it, watching it. I was watching it again last week just was to... It, yeah, because yeah, it's... I was in a comment interview. I was like, I need to catch up again because I've not seen it in the yeah. last couple of years. Well, um, the thing is, it, it it took off. I mean, it took off. We didn't expect it. Yeah. We didn't know it was going to do anything like that. And it went massive. And then obviously, in the last few years, people just got used to it and it's died down. It became mm. just an all show. But now this thing on Netflix is yeah. just, I mean, fucking hell, mate. It's like it's just Five years again. ago, yeah. yeah it's like, that's good, man. Yeah. It's good for yourself. Yeah, Listen, it opens more doors again. 100%, mate. It's How good. Did, it start, how did E4 come knocking? So, um, well, the, the short story is that they messaged me on Twitter, mm-hmm. just a tweet, which was just random at first. It was just a casting director who, um, yeah, just messaged me a, twi- a tweet saying, um, we're casting for a new show on E4, looking for Tattooist, would you be interested? And because it was just a tweet, I thought, that's not real, surely. Yeah. But I thought, just in case it is, I'll message back. And then um, the guy messaged me and... Uh, he was inboxing me and he was like, oh yeah, well, can we do a Zoom call or a Skype call, whatever it was at the time? And I was like, yeah, sweet. And uh, yeah, mate. So then I thought, this is, this is, I think this is real, you know? And uh, yeah, she went from there. I had this Skype call with him, which went really well. In fact, I came off that first phone call with him. I went downstairs to my brother and I was like, I've got that. And he was like, do you reckon? I said, I don't know why, I just got this feeling. Like I just, it just, that just went really well. <clears throat> and then they sent uh, people to the shop to do a screen test. Um, and that went well as well. And then within, I think it was a week or two, they messaged me and they were like, congratulations, you're going to be on the show. And even then I didn't think, I didn't know what it was going to be like. I thought maybe it'll just be, well, it was a pilot at first. It was supposed to be just a pilot episode that they were going to put out and see how it did. But we'd filmed the pilot, which took a week. And then they they gave that to the channel and the channel just loved it and just commissioned Mm -hmm. it straight away for a series. And it broke all records, wasn't it? Millions and millions. It was how did how was insane. that when you started getting all that attention from somebody who's kind of shy <clears> and <throat> and then boom, crazy mate like just yeah and you know yeah just I can't even explain it mate it just opens your eyes to the world doesn't it like yeah. seriously you know people start you know you brought up you know you and dad say don't talk to strangers <laughs> well yeah. you still like that yeah, you know and yeah. so when people go all right jane you go mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah or find i'm walking through town and someone's staring at me you think what the fuck's he staring at yeah and then they go all right jane i go oh, and then you remember you think mm-hmm. oh you're, you know yeah. oh mate it's weird yeah. it's weird did and you then, handle it okay <clears throat> yeah like like mm-hmm. for me what it is is that you seem very level-headed anyway yeah it, it's you know what I mean? do you know what mate it's one of them things isn't it at the end of the day I know how, how I used to see people who were on TV and if I'd saw them in the street, I mean, I wasn't the type who would say anything to mm. anyone, but I'd think, oh, fucking hell, it's so and so. So I, I get it, do you know what I mean? But, um, and, you know, there'd be times where sometimes it was so hectic, you know. I mean, I remember my um, my birthday a few years back and when it was just, it was massive at this point and me and my missus went out in Chester and uh, we, we, we were like this all night, but we didn't speak because there were so many people mm-hmm. the whole night. And we ended up having to go home because we just yeah. didn't get to spend any time with each other. And it wasn't, a, it's not, I, I don't hate it or anything, mm-hmm. but it's just, you know, it's yeah. sometimes it's quite yeah. a lot, you know? Yeah, because it's an illusion, isn't it? It is kind of fake, but 
you don't seem the type of guy to tell someone no for a photo or you nah, you'd probably just if someone come up to you and you've eaten your, your steak or whatever you would still talk to them yeah, even though it's going yeah. cold do you know what it is I think as well <clears throat> for every person that does it that's their first time meeting you even though it might have been the 40th person that's come up to you on the, mm-hmm. in the last hour yeah it's still that f- person's first time meeting you yeah. so and it only takes you know one person to just say oh he's a prick yeah you know and you're not a prick yeah, so you don't yeah, want to yeah. come across like yeah. that yeah it's tra- it's people pleasing as well and when i was at his petrol station today i actually met two people who watched the podcast yeah. which is weird in chester yeah and again the boy waited as well i've seen someone get in and then when I came out, the boy actually waited. Did he? And he jumped out and he said, stop, wait, and end up getting a photo. But yeah. it's so it's, How it's do you weird. find it? Yeah, I think it's weird. I enjoy it, though. Yeah. I'm kind of creepy that way, mate. I'm a <laughs> yeah, egotistic vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I will get a big sign saying podcast host, James English. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, saying that as well, but I can be a recluse back home in Glasgow. I'm not out much. I'll hit the mountains. I'll, I'll do things because yeah. it is fake. It is bullshit. Yeah. And you need to be careful because... That is a bit of self-seeking as well, where yeah. you, f- you don't want to think you're better than anybody or put yourself in a pedestal because it. it doesn't mean shit. No, it doesn't mean it shit. Doesn't. But yeah, it's, it's good that people watch your stuff. It is very yeah, rewarding. It's it. nice, isn't you're, it? You're coming across okay, but That's it. it is fake. It is, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy because, you know, before all that, before getting on the TV and stuff, no one comes up to you and is like, oh my God, yeah. it's you. It's like, you know, and then suddenly everyone wants to know who yeah. you are and wants to be your mate. Yeah. And so you have to be careful as well because I, I've i got a very small circle, my mm-hmm. family and my close friends and that's yeah. it. And you've, you're very um, wary about letting someone else into that. Of course. Because you don't know what people's intentions yeah, are. Yeah, nowadays there's video phones, there's screenshots, yeah. there's people are, there's a lot of <clears> sharks <throat> at the side when you're successful, people yeah. want to do well. And if people watch your stuff, they feel as if they know you. Yeah. So when they speak to you, you don't yeah. want to be ignorant. So no. I'll try and carry the conversation on and get clues yeah. to who they are, what their dog is, or who's yeah. your dad. Or <laughs> you try and get clues to it and then you just realise, okay, they watch my yeah. stuff. But, but they, they, they do know you mm-hmm. to a point. They yeah. know a certain side of you. Yeah. But you don't know them mm-hmm. at all. So it's 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 easy for them because yeah. they've got stuff to say to you and talk mm-hmm. to you. But really, you're just like, yeah. how are you? Yeah, but it is, it's a great thing. And that, that all comes with the territory. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They're the ones who's paying your bills because they're the yeah. ones who's watching. That's so it. you've got to give your respect to people who's respecting yeah. you. That's it. How did the team come about, Alice and Sketch? How did so, they come, the team? So I got the tweet yeah, and it went from there and they said, oh, um, once they told me I'd got it, they were like, will you come down to uh, London? I think it might have been September or mm-hmm. October, something like that, um, to start filming. Mm-hmm. And over time, they let me know who the other artists were. And at the time, it was a girl called Lou Sketch and then Paisley, um, was obviously Paisley's re- receptionist. Um, but they they were like, oh, don't you're not allowed to say anything yet, you know, because it's not out there yeah. that we're doing it. So don't say anything, don't put anything on your social media. <laughs> and then Sketch posted a picture of me, him, and Lou, and was like, Channel 4's new dream team. And I was thinking, <laughs> I didn't even know him at yeah. this point. And I was like, what is yeah. this? I thought anyway, he had to take it down. <laughs> and then and then I met them for the first time in mm. a pub the night before we started filming the pilot. So I'd never met them before. We never spoke. And we literally just went to a pub and we were talking like this. And yeah, we just clicked. Yeah. And it, we, to be honest, we were all in the same boat. You know, none of us 
knew anything about being filmed on yeah. camera and about t- telly. We just went there and all we just knew was that we were tattooists. And all different it. characters as yeah. well. And luckily we, we got on. Yeah. Because it could have been different if we didn't. Yeah, because you've got to enjoy your work. Do you yeah. know what I mean? In that industry, <clears throat> people can get too big for their boots. Well, that's it. As and, well. And then uh, Lou, we did the first season and then Lou decided it wasn't for her um, for her personal reasons. Um, so she left. And then we we basically, they said, oh, we're going to have to replace her with another girl. And they had like three people lined up and we did like chemistry tests with them. Um, and then there was three girls and Alice was, mm-hmm. we all of us just said once we did it with she Alice, we, we don't need to yeah. see the others, like yeah. she's it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then that's when it took off properly when Alice got on it because the chemistry between us all mm-hmm. was that she was the missing link. How many people would, would you get in a day when you were filming? One each. So it was just one each. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd we'd film in the morning, film the consultations, and then we'd have maybe well, it could be a nine hour tattoo, you know. Yeah. And then after that, we'd have to film uh, obviously the reveals in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we some of these days were like, eighteen, twenty yeah, days, long yeah. days, mm-hmm. long days. Yeah. How? D- so if you're doing a <clears throat> sitting at nine hours, ten hours, how does your hands feel? How does your mindset feel? How do you feel? It's knackering, mate. It's knackering because you've got, you've got up early to go in and do the stuff mm-hmm. anyway. So, and the thing is with tattooing, you 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 concentrate so hard, mm-hmm. um, and you can't really take many breaks for long because you lose you, rhythm. You, not not that you lose rhythm, but it's time. You know, this person's in pain. This job, like for for instance, a portrait has to be done in one session because you can't put the stencil on, do half of it, and then rub it off and stick the other half on next time. You couldn't match it up; Mm -hmm. it'd be almost impossible. So stuff like portraits has to be done in one. Um, And now that 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 might depend on the size of it, the detail of it, the person, how well they're sitting for it, could take me eight nine hours. What's your what's your longest ever tattoo that I've ever done? Yeah, and one setting nine hours. No. 12 hours, 12 hours. But that was, uh, that wasn't on, on the show. This was, this is when I was about 19 in the uh, shop I used to work in. There was a guy came in and he had, and that was a cover up as well. You know, and uh, he wanted a half sleeve, a half sleeve right round completed in a day because he was going back to, I don't know, South Wales or somewhere mm. and he needed it done. Wow. And you done it? Yeah. Oof. And you would, ta- would you tattoo anywhere? No. No assholes are nah. Do you know what it is? It's 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 just I just don't want it. Yeah. You know, I've got a choice. Do people ask though? Oh, I've had yeah, I've had people ask over the years to tattoo stuff and I like just, deck, just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Not mm. it's just eyeballs. It's not the same. It's an injection that sort thing. Oh. I think it's an injection of ink. I don't know how they do it. It's not a, it's not an actual tattooist that does that. Yeah. Well, if you did, you'd be you you blind someone, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I don't know how that works completely, but it's yeah. I don't understand it either. Mm. I don't know why you'd risk your mm-hmm. eyesight. Is it dangerous getting like your vein and neck if they tattoo? No. No. Well, not not if you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, if you're getting tattooed by someone at home that doesn't know what they're doing and haven't sterilised their needles mm-hmm. or, you know, put it in too deep, then yeah, of yeah. course. But no, nah, professional tattoos, isn't it? You've, nah. there's no danger of that. Fuck's sake, never happened here. <laughs> no. what's, the, <laughs> what's the worst cover-up you've ever done? Oh, God. Do you know what? I get asked this question a lot and I always, my mind always goes blank. But mm-hmm. do you know, I've seen so many. Yeah. And let me think. I don't know. In terms of the quality of the tattoo that people have, most of them are as bad as mm-hmm. each other. It's more so the story behind why they've got it. Yeah. Like, 
I saw Tattoo Fix was on the other night and I, you know, I forget what was on it. <clears throat> I forget even who I tattooed. Mm -hmm. People walk in and I think, I don't remember tattooing him. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, these people come in and there was one the other night and it was a guy, <laughs> it was a Valentine's special mm -hmm. and a guy came in with his missus and uh, he had this terrible tattoo. He goes, I've got, I've got to get it rid of it for her because this was for my ex. <laughs> so we were like, oh yeah, what, what's it going to mean? She was mm -hmm. like, yeah. It's, and he goes, it's just really uncomfortable for her. So he pulls it down, but he's, it's half lasered off, so you can't really see what it says. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, what, what does that say? And he goes, says, will you marry me? And it was for his ex-missus. <laughs> and his, we were just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and their face, mate, his missus's yeah. face was just like... Uh -huh. yeah. That's, and you could tell he yeah. fell awkward. She yeah. fell awkward. And I thought, like, oh, God, this is horrible. Mm -hmm. Horrible. It's crazy, though, if you're in love, are you someone passes away or whatever, <laughs> your thought changes different when you think the tattoos are going to be, okay, I'll go with that. Mm. But they say one in, is it one in six that have the, the regret their tattoo? Is it, yeah? yeah? I don't know. That's, I read that today, so I just got that information today. Yeah, yeah. One in six. They're not my customers, are they? Hope not, mate. If they keep fainting, mate, it might be. Uh, one in six, they say regret their tattoos. That's yeah, a lot. It is. Because the majority of people now have tattoos. Do you know why? You know, a lot of the time, though, I, I blame the person getting the tattoo because mm -hmm. I think it doesn't take much to research yeah. a good tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there's plenty of them out there. Like we get a lot of um, credit, but that's because we we we're the ones yeah. that you see on the telly. Yeah, there's amazing tattooists all over the mm -hmm. UK and all over the world. Yeah. It's weird, man. But the, the styles change, like. You look at back in the day, it was like nude women on the arms. Yeah. Then it was like barbed wire around the arms. Now you've got sleeves. Yeah. Everything changes. That's why it's still scary. But it's still scary now to get a tattoo because the styles change as well. That's it. Every you know, five and ten years. I always say to people, don't get something for fashion. Fashion always changes. Mm -hmm. So you, I think people forget, you know, that this tattoo is going to be there forever. Mm -hmm. And they get it in the time because at the time everyone's maybe having tribal or everyone's having Polynesian and yeah the tribal one was yeah. massive back in the day yeah when uh, from Dust Till Dawn come out and George yeah, Clooney had it yeah, all there yeah. everyone was like that's sick I'll get mm -hmm. that and you get all these lads getting it and that I don't know anyone that's got one now that, that likes that <laughs> not not one I've never yeah. seen anyone mm -hmm. in this day and age say to yeah. me I love this tribal <laughs> only ones you do is probably like the New Zealand the, the the old blacks are... Yeah, that, the Polynesian I mean? stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's different. Like, the, mm -hmm. you know, the rock's Proper, got and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's different. Do you know what I mean? That means something to them, doesn't it? Yeah, like, I think someone... I don't know how true it is, but I think someone said that um, the rocks tells the story of his life. Yeah. But you know what? You get a lot of people who go, I want the same tattoo as the mm -hmm. rock. I'm like, you do know that that's the story of the rock's life, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you don't <laughs> you care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it looks cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mate, okay. How did it come about? You Because you met Mike Tyson? Yeah. With a, a tattoo, is that correct? Yeah, so what happened was um, I left New Skin, where I used to work, to open my own studio in Port. And when I opened, so I've gone 45, 50 minutes down yeah. the road from where my reputation is good to somewhere completely yeah. new. Sorry, mate. That's okay, so bro. Fucking phoning me. Sorry, mate. That's okay. Um, yeah, so I've gone... 45, 50 minutes down the road, and it's almost like starting fresh. I've got to start a new a new um, reputation now. So I've opened the shop. I'm 21. And uh, I was thinking, how can I make this shop different? I need to make this. I need People need to buy into me mm -hmm. because there's there's tattoo shops everywhere. Well, I know my work's good, so I need to make them buy into me and the experience they have here and stuff. So 
I thought to myself, I thought, if I could get recognised by a celebrity or tattoo a celebrity here, you know, and then it gets in the paper or something, you know, in the local paper, people start talking, builds up momentum, really. So I said to my brother one day, I was like, let me, um, let me do a portrait of Mike Tyson on you. And he was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I did this portrait of Mike Tyson. And what I used to do was I used to go on Twitter and anyone that was on Twitter now, so say like if you were on there and you tweeted, I know you're active. doesn't matter what you've written. I know you're active. So if I reply to you saying, tattoos by Jay Hutton, follow me, and I, and I post my work with it, I just hound you mm-hmm. and then hound every celebrity that I follow on Twitter. Chance they might either they might see it, yeah. they might see it and go, oh, his work's sick. I might get a tattoo off him, mm-hmm. or they might block me because they think I'm spamming the yeah, fuck out of yeah, them and, yeah. and hate it. So, but either way, it's a win-win. It doesn't yeah. matter. So I used to do that, and I just used to spam celebrities all mm-hmm. the time on Twitter. Tattoos by Jay Hutton, follow me, and loads of people followed me. Loads of them started following mm-hmm. me. A few blocked me, like. <laughs> yeah. um, but then that started building momentum, and people talking. And then I did the tattoo of Mike Tyson, tweeted that out. And then he tweeted about it and uh, he was, he put this thing. And then the next morning people phoned me going, Mike Tyson's tweeted about your tattoo, mate. Blah, blah, blah. So I went on there and uh, I was like, shit. So I was retweeting it. Then he inboxed me saying, make a Tumblr account of all the tattoos you've done on me and I'll share it. But he he wasn't following me, but mm-hmm. I was following him. But at the time, I don't know what it's like on Twitter now, but you, I couldn't message him because mm-hmm. he wasn't following me. So I was just thinking, what the fuck is Tumblr? Like, mm-hmm. so I need to get onto this. So I got onto Tumblr and mm-hmm. I just, so then I just did more tattoos on my brother mm-hmm. and I just put, I took <laughs> pictures of him yeah, yeah, yeah. and I put them all in this Tumblr account and I did it and he shared it, mate. That's he did class, actually share it. it. Yeah. Um, so then he was doing a boxing uh, event in Liverpool, like a dinner and he talks about his life and stuff and then you have a picture with him and whatnot. And uh, so we went to that mm-hmm. and my brother came with me and we showed it, like we showed him the tattoo and he was like, oh yeah. Like, and then these, his guys were taking pictures mm-hmm. of it and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, mate, it was good. He seems a, a nutcase, man. I'd love to get him oh, on a podcast him, one day. He's an absolute legend for what he's done in the boxing ring. He's doing, he's flying now. Have mate, you seen the videos? I couldn't believe Unbelievable. It. He's, uh, I saw something about him taking stem cells or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think that's what they're all doing in America. Stem cell treatment, yeah. Mel Gibson shit's taking them because I've heard him on... He's in good shape yeah, as well, isn't he? so the stem cells, they say it regenerates everything. Yeah. You get that from your umbilical cord. Is that what it is? We, we cut it, though. You can get... So they say we get stem cells from your umbilical cord, so when we cut it, you lose all the proper nutrients, apparently. So we cut it straight away as kids, and it, as you get older, your stem cells drop. Oh, really? So... Once you're in your 30s, 40s, you've got, when you're born, it's like billions or trillions, whatever. And as the years go on, it drops. But so when they inject on it, muscle parts or things that are, they can, because you can grow your own teeth and shit back now. It's so weird, mate. Really? Yeah. From stem cells? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. You can inject your stuff and that's saying it's growing your teeth back. It's fucking nuts what they're coming up with, but it's expensive. Yeah. They go, so they don't, they, they don't have it done in America though, do they? Because I sort of think, well, um, I think maybe Mexico or stuff. Something like that. Legal, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I saw Dan Bilzerian posted it yeah. that he gets it done mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, they still don't make this fucking legal yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, but anything they probably don't make illegal is apparently good for you anyway. So, yeah. some things anyway. But yeah, he's an amazing Nick Mike Tyson now. Yeah. Yeah. Flying. I think he's getting a fight soon. Yeah, yeah, but the, he's he, like he's he's rapid, isn't he? Yeah, he, like, I don't he, think you'll ever lose it though. Nah, I, like, I need to get some of those stem cells, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll be like, we're like in forty-five. I'm thinking, I might yeah. get some stem yeah. cell treatment. But see the people who blocked you. Did you ever see them when you started hitting the big time yourself? Uh, no, I nah. didn't actually. No, and do you know what? I'm not the type of person to go. You, unless yeah, they yeah. came and spoke to me, I'd, I'd say you blocked me. You yeah. know. Uh, other than that, no, I haven't. I mm-hmm. haven't seen any of them now. But 
Just kill with it. Yeah. It? So you're three years on the show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the platform that you've got, you went mega. Yeah. How were you dealing with it at the end up? Did it become a lot for you? What they just on the show all the time, getting all the attention. Yeah, it was mate. It was mad because we we obviously did the show and we were filming the show is hectic. It's long, yeah. so we I'd go down to London and we it, it, it was like three months I think to film a series. Um, yeah, so we I'd like be down there for maybe five six days, home for a day, down there for another week two weeks mm-hmm. maybe, home for two days. So I was down there a lot. I lived down there basically, um, and then as the show gets bigger and bigger, you start hearing things like you need a manager now. And we were like, a manager, what for? And they were like, well, you do, you'll do things from it. You yeah. know, they'll deal with anything else you come, that comes into your work. And I was like, oh, right, okay. You're oblivious to it all, you know? Yeah. And then you do, then they would talk, you get a manager and they're like, oh yeah, you can do these PAs. And we were like, what's a PA? And they were like, oh, it's where you go to a club and mm-hmm. you know, people have pictures, come and pay to have pictures with you. And we were like, really? And they were like, yeah. And we were like, me and Sketch were like, so should we get paid to have a night out? Yeah. And they were like, yeah. What, so and they'll they'll provide you drinks. Mm-hmm. You can have a VIP table. I'm thinking, mate, do you know how many times I've gone out to Liverpool yeah. and pay, had to pay yeah. so much money <laughs> just to try again? We used to go to Liverpool nights out, me and my brother and my mates, and we had to pay and book a table just so we'd have a chance of getting in. Yeah. Because we used to get there and they'd go, not tonight, lads. Not back. Yeah, so many times I go mm-hmm. to a club. Even here, Chester. Yeah. The amount of times I come here <laughs> on a night out and they go, not tonight, lads, mm-hmm. it's not your night. And I'd, we'd be like, why? And they go, it's not your night. And you'd think, are you taking the best? Well, they started paying me to go mm-hmm. there then. I was yeah. just like, well, you know, yeah. let me in. <laughs> nah, so you dealt good. with everything okay then? Yeah, it was hectic. Up- that, those PAs were an eye-opener. Yeah. Because you walk into, like the first one we ever did was... <clears throat> They said, oh, you're going to go to this place in Southampton, I think it was. Pop World, it was. And we were like, didn't, I'd never even heard of it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, okay. So me and Sketch were doing it together. And we were just like, what if no one turns up? What if yeah. we just walk in? There's like three people. We were like, yeah. no one's seen it. We get outside. We get there. Outside, not not a person in the queue. Mm-hmm. There's no queue. And we were just like, oh, my God, this is going to be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Well, we walked in there, mate. It was crazy. Was we, they opened these doors. Bright red. As you went bright red, mate. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> screaming throwing knickers yeah. and stuff at you we were just like yeah. what the fuck we yeah. looked like two little scared little boys mm. but it was it was mental mate yeah that's all part of the journey as well did you ever go to funny. Glasgow yeah I've yes. been to Glasgow a few times where did you times. go do you remember no, Savoy, no, maybe? Been, no the what the Savoy that rings a bell I might have done that yeah you usually do that kind of stuff yeah I think I have done yeah. that plenty I've... knickers up there mate trust oh, me man dirty ones at that mate <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry mate. I'm going, I'm... yeah I've been there been Edinburgh yeah I've just been all over Scotland yeah. actually yeah and Think... experience was that a world win for you all that yeah heck yeah. yeah but and th- to be fair I got used to it. They obviously you just get used to what mm-hmm. you, you adapt don't you to what yeah. you're doing <clears throat> so the PA started becoming normal then and I was getting used to the, the screaming and stuff and then um, I said to my brother one day I was like you should come to a PA I said to him and my mate I said I was doing one local actually in North Wales and uh, I said, oh, you should come with us. And I told them what they were like. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Mate, they came to this one that I did in North Wales. 1,200 people. 1,200 people were there, yeah? Mm-hmm. And they, they, oh, God, it's embarrassing, really, because they, 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 they're like, and now, star of tattoo fixes, Jay Hutt. Like, you're mm-hmm. fucking Justin Bieber or something, yeah. bring you out the floor, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, and I'm not like, you know, mm-hmm. you see these lads on Geordie Shore and they're dead confident and they walk out there and they're just like, yeah. yeah. I'm not like that, mate. So they announced me on the stage and there's people screaming, I just, I'm just like, 
<laughs> something you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do I do mm-hmm. here now? Yeah. Like, and uh, I'm not a performer. But do you know you what dealt mean? with it well, even on camera. You seem confident as fuck. You seem calm and confident. <clears throat> do you know what it is? I think a lot. I, I, I think you'd be surprised, like people for George Shaw, only with Essex that like, had Tommy Mallet on yesterday. Yeah. A lot of them are struggling with mental health. A really? lot of that is a mask. So yeah. you probably dealt with it. Like I say, you're very level-headed, gentleman. Yeah. So you probably dealt with it a lot better than you think. Yeah, do you know what? I just, I just don't, I just, you know when you were saying before, it's, it, it, you know it's fake. Yeah. I know it's not real. Yeah. So my life before it was real mm-hmm. and is real. You know, man, I, I, you know, what my core beliefs are and who I am as a person, that's always it. Yeah. This will come and it'll go yeah it's not forever yeah so i think you just and and the reason i probably come across quite confident on the telly is because i'm confident in my tattooing is my environment your craft so i am confident in that so if you come into my tattoo shop that's what i'm like because but i suppose if you threw me into something i'm not confident in, you wouldn't be the same person really you know was that one of the decisions why you left the show because you wanted family life congratulations and get married by the way um because you realise that is all fake, but you you at a stage you did manifest that life. Yeah, no, do you know what? it's not? It's I've got no. I, I can recognise that it's it's not real. It's all a perception. Um, but you know, it's a great opportunity as well to build you know my business and yeah. and, and my personal stuff. So yeah, I do. Um, I, you know, opportunities will come, and I'll take just take them on the chin. I think you've got to take mm-hmm. it as it comes, haven't you? Yeah. But was a did you just want a break from it? Yeah, it wasn't so was much that. A tough that decision? Well, I think what happened was, you know, tattoo fixes is all about cover ups mainly, and uh, I just got to the point where I was doing cover ups constantly, and that's all right. But I felt quite stagnant in my tattooing, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm always going to be. And even though I do the odd portrait and stuff, you know, my thing is that my focus in tattooing is more realism and portraits and realistic pictures and stuff like that, and I knew. I'm better than what I can do on that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to take some time out and focus on my tattooing and get myself up to what I know I'm capable of. Yeah. Because, you know, cover-ups, I know people think they're great and stuff like that, but you, there's only so much you can do with the cover-up. So say if I am covering something up with a crow, I can only make that crow mm-hmm. look as good as it can with a cover-up underneath it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to look the same as what it would do if I did it fresh. Yeah. So you don't feel fulfilled, like <clears throat> even though it looks okay, it doesn't look like a portrait. It doesn't look like I never get fulfilled with tattoos yeah. anyway because I mm-hmm. think that the moment I start thinking, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, I always aim for perfect, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like you'll ever achieve it because yeah. there's so much. This you never stop learning in tattooing, and I think the moment you think you know it all and you think you've got it is the moment all these young ones who are coming up from college and doing it will just go past you and you'll be left behind. Did you see the rise in people want to do be a tattoo artist once yeah. your show came out? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, was, I would say that Miami Inc. made tattooing popular to the public. Mm-hmm. And I would say now that Tattoo Fix is in the UK, obviously it's in the UK, it's not in America or anything, but I mean, it's, it's in a lot of different countries, but I'd say that it's, it's brought... Um, the side to tattooing where people are more interested in getting tattooed now because mm. I think when we go back to what we were talking about with perception of a tattoo shop, I can tell now when I meet people that their perception of a tattoo shop is what they see on tattoo fixes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of tattoo artists who probably get pissed off with that because yeah. their shop isn't like that, yeah. which is fair enough. You know, everyone's got the right to run their shop, their business, how they want. Um, but that's, that is just how my shop is and, and how 
Sketchy's shop would be and Alice's shop would mm-hmm. be and you know. See the shops I used to see is like they used to have like white boards. Yeah. Like loads of tattoos and I used to just swipe through them. Yeah. And then pick one. Yeah. Did you ever have anyone come in with a tattoo and you <clears> kinda of go, oh. Was anybody saying no I wouldn't do that tattoo? I've done that. I've turned away loads over yeah. the years. Oh mate, so many. You know, sometimes you just cannot come to an agreement with a customer on their tattoo because they have this idea of what they think's gonna work and I'll say that's not going to work, mm-hmm. but this will work. They might not like that. So we have obviously a consultation and nine times out of 10, I can persuade someone to just, just trust me to what I'll do. Yeah. I mean, now after watching the show, a lot of people just trust me instantly. Anyway, what yeah. I say, they'll just go with it. Yeah. Um, but before that people are like, no, but I want this. And you, you may, you can go back and forth. And sometimes you do come to the mm-hmm. point where you just forget, you need to find someone yeah. else, mate. Cause it's not for Cause me. you've got a lot of tattoos as well. Haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Who does yours? I've done uh, a few different people. My brother's done a couple. I've done loads on myself. Um, the lad who taught me to tattoo's done a few. Have you had any cover-ups? Uh, I, yeah, I had. Well, I tattooed myself when I first started tattooing. I wrote good times on my leg. <laughs> I don't know why. Just practicing. Just mm. needed some writing. Just had a good practice. And then I covered that up with this. I wanted to practice a portrait. So I did a, a caricature portrait of Scarface on my leg which is I mean it, it was good mm-hmm. but I hate it it's shit it's like yeah, the whole the yeah, image yeah, is just yeah. you know it was my age mm-hmm. back then so I don't regret any of them because I always say this you know people say do you regret your tattoos and I think oh, no I don't regret them because I practiced on myself and that's helped me get to where I am today yeah. so I don't regret them I mean I wish I had better ones obviously mm-hmm. but you know yeah. I can't do nothing about why it why does Americans see that their tattoos <laughs> there's a lot more colours and why does American tattoos seem different from tattoos in UK Styles? Uh, really? Um, I don't know. I think that maybe just... Is that just me talking? It's but probably mainstream, that maybe what you just see in the yeah, mainstream. But I, see, yeah. I think what I see, I, I see tattooists all over the world doing the same stuff we yeah. do. And I think it depends who you follow. Doesn't it? Like yeah. I follow loads of tattooists yeah, all over the world. So I see I see completely... There's I mean, a lot more colours getting used, but nah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the colour beautiful. work now is just... Like 3D? Yeah. 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 There's a guy, uh, actually, a mate of mine, who's a, an amazing tattooist called David Corden. Uh, he's in Edinburgh mm-hmm. wow he's, his portrait colour work is yeah. pff, second to none mm-hmm. amazing you're a massive Liverpool fan yeah how are you feeling after <laughs> the tro- lifting the trophy last Buzzing. night did you support yeah uh, Celtic oh do you yeah. yeah yeah so yeah Celtic used to have the Liverpool connection yeah because obviously walk on and yeah. Kenny Dalglish but yeah. I think there's an Irish connection there but because obviously Gerrard's went to Rangers now yeah so it's kind of all fucked up yeah it's mad isn't yeah. it but yeah mate oh I'm absolutely it's just the the. Um, <laughs> it's I, the happiest I've seen you, bro. Well, I've I've, I've, I've never seen Liverpool win the title. Yeah. I'm 30, so yeah. his last time he won it was when I was born. Mm. I jinxed him, obviously. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's uh, mate. I just buzzing, buzzing, yeah. absolutely buzzing. It's just amazing. I was just gutted last night. There's no crowd day, you know. Yeah, shite that, isn't it? Oh, so yeah. so I don't understand really in terms of like why they couldn't have done like maybe 5,000 people in mm-hmm. there and spread, spread them out, out over the whole stadium, yeah. you know? But, but I again, it will happen, again, starting next season, but yeah, yeah, fair play to you, man. It is, it is weird. It's such a weird time, mate. Yeah, It's it just is. a weird time. Even the hotels last night, it's like, no one about. No, it's crazy, it's isn't it? So I weird. mean, it's only just become normal, like round, round out and t- mm-hmm. in about in town, isn't it? So, you know, now it's you, it feels normal now. Mm-hmm. Apart from obviously when you go into some of the shops yeah. and you, know, you have to queue and 
the only thing I find weird now is that you're walking past people on the street and everyone walks around you like this, like you're yeah, yeah, suddenly yeah. infected. Yeah, yeah, zombie yeah. or something. I you just know? start coughing and sneezing. <laughs> yeah, I just want a break, mate. So plans for the future, brother? You've had a great career so far. Yeah. Your shop's back opened. Yeah. Have you got any visions, goals that... Yeah, I've got some big, big stuff planned big stuff planned in my head that um, I'm working on something with my brother I can't really say mm -hmm. what it is because we're, we're going to drop it in the next few months mm -hmm. um, but yeah we're working on something quite special yeah, yeah you excited yeah, yeah really excited I feel you just get a feeling about certain things yeah. that you know I, I, I started a podcast a while ago yeah good and uh, I just got to the point with it that I didn't realise how much work would be in it in terms of how much I would have to put into it as well as my shop and mm. I, I just found out by doing it I didn't really have the time to do it yeah. which was a shame because I was looking forward to doing it I did a couple mm -hmm. but you know I was but, doing it all myself but you can always get back to it yeah eventually what's maybe what's it called yeah. it was called the Jay Hutton Show and oh, fucking simple that isn't it that's it yeah, where can people still get the podcast to tune in yeah just on my my YouTube channel yeah, yeah cool yeah you just type in my name but it can it'll always come. be there yeah you it's can the, always pick it up yeah it's one of them things I've, I've, I've you know I've got all the stuff there but I was doing it all myself and I I didn't really anticipate how much time and effort I'd have to put into that and think I could do that as well as have yeah. my shop it, I didn't really have the time really so I put it on hold for a while now so people think it's easy they do I'm just gifted. Yeah. Um, You're a grafter. Yeah. You're just I a grafter. Like, fuck me. But yeah. again, I, I want to be successful, mate. I want to leave well, a legacy. It, I want to keep doing what I'm doing, keep chipping away, staying on the path. But people, it ain't easy, as you say. It's, it's no easy no. to talk and travel. And if you're editing stuff yeah. yourself, all that shit's difficult. What were you doing before all this? I mean, I was like a local Del Boy. Were you? Talking yeah? and diving, mate. Yeah. And then I changed my life, mate. What, what made you want to do it? Just love talking. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I stopped drinking, I stopped taking drugs, I stopped gambling, I stopped yeah. a lot of negative stuff in my life. Yeah. Um, found a path. I watched a lot of Joe Rogan. I like Russell Brand and stuff as yeah. well. Um, so I thought, I can beat that. I can do that. Yeah. I said, there's nobody in Scotland doing it. So now yeah. we're number one in Scotland. The way I'm going, I'll be number one in the UK by the end of the year and then I'll go worldwide with it. That's so amazing. I believe in myself. Like I say, I yeah. manifest everything that I believe. You as long it. as I can stay true to me, like I say, all the fake shit as well, a wee bit of ego stroke in there and people, you can self-seek too much where I'll put a post out but it's irrelevant. I just want some attention. Yeah. I'm identifying all that shit. Yeah. So you need to be careful. Yeah. I'm very grounded anyway. And, you got to be. Um, yeah, I just love it, man, what we're doing. Like guests like yourself coming on today, Tony yeah. Bell, you and it's just massive. It's only going to get bigger and better. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I just need to stay in the path, brother. And like it's good that obviously with the lockdown, like you said, people yeah. are hammering their phones and yeah. I'm addicted YouTube to my phone myself. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, mate, isn't I'm it? I'm addicted to my phone. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? You just do, don't you? Yeah. You find yourself you you have to be careful, mate, because you find yourself locked in that thing yeah. too much and you Nine hours, ten hours a day. Mate, it's too much, isn't Fucking it? Fucking heavy, you, you mate. You realise you like you think yeah. what I've done today. I seen that a retreat was going. I was going to actually do a retreat. It was like a ten day silence retreat. Just yeah. no phone, just silence, no talking or nothing. Yeah, yeah it was like. A, what are you gonna like do that? Yeah, yeah, I was going to do it. That's I was going shout. to do it, mate, just to recharge, rewire the brain. They say after seven days, switching your phone off or not looking at a phone rewires your brain back to yeah, a I would normal state. It would, yeah, because it's fake light. It's yeah. fake attention. Yeah. It's fucking heavy, mate. It is. You do have to stuff it. I was the same. I like found the the point. You don't realise that you're on your phone as much yeah. until someone says, "Do you know what? you're on your phone a lot?" Yeah. And you think, "Yeah, I, I just find I'm just watching videos on YouTube all the yeah. time or and whatnot." And I did the same. I, I thought, "Do you know what? I'm gonna have a, yeah. like a detox," and mm -hmm. I did seven days without it. You done thirty days because you're looking great, by the way. Oh, geez, what man. did you do? Are you back training? What's your what's your daily routine like just now? 
Uh, well, at the moment, the thing with lockdown, obviously all the gyms shut, didn't they? Yeah. So I was going to the gym and stuff. That 30-day challenge I did uh, a couple of years ago, um, and that was really good, yeah. I think I, I'm one of these people that if if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do yeah. it. So, um, yeah, so when I, once I said I was doing 30 days and I put it out there for people who are following me to see, you know, mm. you're holding yourself accountable then to those people, aren't you? So I did that. <clears throat> the only thing I found was that I felt skinny. Yeah. Felt I looked in good shape, probably on pictures and stuff. What were you, but were you? Probably about eleven and a half stone. Well, that is fucking late, man. Yeah, it was like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I looked well in pictures. But if you see yeah. me in real life, I probably looked a bit gaunt. And like my my family were saying to me, "You look a bit thin. You're yeah. like you've lost a lot of weight." And uh, and then people would say to me, saw me in the street, go, "You look you look different than what you do on telly." Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> well, that's because I've got 13 stone on telly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Were you training hard for the telly as well uh, to keep in shape? Well, I was when I when mm. I started. Yeah, I, I was. But while you're there, you can't train. Yeah. So you can only do like press press ups in your room and stuff like yeah. that. But because you, you're working all day, and there's, I mean, I did try at one point while I was filming there to get up extra early and go to the gym or go after I'd finished mm. filming. Too hey, tired. Too, yeah, you just be too knackered. It's too long. You get long. burned out. Do they use you a lot as well? Even yeah. though it's a good platform, do you get burned out where well, yeah, you're calling in the game? We'd get, you get, yeah, you get ill all the time. You get colds and yeah, just feel a little Did bit. Did you get to speak to anybody about mental health or to people nah. to, how to work with things, the nah. pressures? Because <clears throat> life's a fucking pressure without yeah. all the attention, the trolls as well. Yeah. When all that shit comes as well, it adds on that extra pressure. And yeah. This is where it's heavy mental health is a massive thing just now it is massive mate it is but I just didn't uh, I I don't know what it was I just didn't buy into it all really as much as I enjoyed it like we did get we got a lot of stick at one point for tattoo fixers I don't know really I just think that a lot of the the tattoo industry didn't really like some of the work that was on there and obviously they have their own opinion they think they're better than you and you know which is you know it's difference of opinion that's fine you're gonna get it Um, it doesn't bother me you know it it bothers some of the others, but that's a bit of jealousy as well, bro. Yeah, you know, I think you just got to see what it was, and I, I what I think you got to remember is that, you know, when people are writing shit to you on the internet or sending you shitty messages or making shitty comments, you just in my head, I just think, yeah, <laughs> you know, it doesn't it doesn't really it can only affect you if you let it go mm. in. But really, I think I would never write a shitty comment. To someone I didn't know yeah. about the way they look or something like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I think if you if you're gonna do that, it says more about you. Yeah, of course that's a deflection. I think if you can yeah. if you can establish that and believe that because it's true, um, then yeah, I think you'll be sweet. Yeah, it's to come more fixed, Kendall. Like I say, that just shows you how sad their life is. At the start, man. I was unboxing people, send me your number, meet me here. I was fucking, I was you gone, mate. Sketch was, was gone. the same. Like they, they, yeah. People would give him st- give him no, some just, stick and he would be like fucking yeah. getting raised and I'd be like, mate, yeah. fuck him. It's you water know, off a duck's back now. You know you know that. You do. People are unhappy in their own lives. And the do thing is, I mean? you know, sometimes I'll, I, 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 I might write like a little sarky thing back, like a mm-hmm. funny thing back. <laughs> I, like, I quite like the banter yeah. sometimes. Um, but you know, some, some people just get too into it and I just think just yeah. ignore it yeah. and the thing is once you start commenting back you just they'll just reel you in they're, just, oh, they're always going to come yeah, back you give them your energy and then when you block them they post as if to say it's, it's like oh I've got my badge and shit yeah. I blocked you because you're a fucking asshole yeah. I just don't want to see oh, your mate, piss I just, I, you just block them do you know I what I mean since, like, if people write a shitty comment I just go delete yeah I just whatever but you're very well liked though 
You've got millions of followers, so you're very well liked. I've never seen any negative comments. I've never heard anybody say anything nasty about you. Yeah, no, it's you know nice. I mean? It's nice, but I think it's good. I don't know, maybe it's, I just focus on, you know, I, I didn't I didn't get into TV to be famous. Mm-hmm. I, my goal was to really to boost the pro, my, my profile for my businesses. Yeah. So for my shop and stuff. And, and I, you know, when someone comes to you and says, you can do tattooing on telly, you're not going to say no, of course, because you you know you get your it's business, business is going to be in. Plus, yeah. my, at the time, my uh, I was teaching my brother to tattoo, and I thought, well, you know, it's going to be good for us both. This, mm-hmm. you know, we'll both be able to make a good living, and you know, at the end of the day, I do all what I do for my family. That's yeah. it. Is your family proud? Yeah, yeah, really proud. Yeah. We're so like my mum and dad and my brother are my best mates, all three of them. Yeah. We are tight. Like that's a beautiful thing. That yeah, um, and that you know. That's it. I think. I think you have you. Like you said, I've got a couple of mates. I've got my missus, my couple of mates, and my family. I don't need anyone else. Kids? No, not got no kids nah. yet. No, not yet. Oh, not yet. there we go. The pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Not Would yet. you? Yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely want kids at some point. Just but focused on the what now? Yeah, I think you know. I think when you get married and stuff, people want you. They go kids now, kids now. Yeah. But I, I'm not someone who lets people pressure me into doing stuff. You got married early, twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Well, we've been. Yeah, we got we've got together, and then I proposed her after about eight months, and then yeah, we got married within a year after that. So, how did she deal with the attention that you were getting receiving? She's fine with it. Yeah, mate. that's a good. It's thing. one of the reasons I married her. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. She's sound. A lot of jealousy can come with yeah that I game, know, and you can understand like why. Do you know what I mean? Because again, mate, it's just your show was watched millions of times, man. Yeah, that's unbelievable. It is. It's fucking nuts. It's it's funny because before, when we and Sketch first met met each other, me and him became really tight. And uh, we were just like, imagine if it like goes Mm -hmm. mental and we become famous. Imagine if we become famous. We used to say that to each other. And we were like, nah, it won't happen. And then it did. And we were just like, so me and him really experienced a lot of stuff together. You know, like we did a lot of PAs together. That helps. Yeah. Because it can be a lonely journey. Yeah, we had each other back a lot through some of the stuff that went on there, you know, with the, the, some of the trolling and stuff. We 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 had each other's backs big time because it was only us in it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And we were, the, you know, there's a lot of people that are behind the scenes on these TV shows, yeah. but it's the ones on camera that get it, you know. So we all had to just be tight and look after. Are you each other. all still friends? Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. We keep, I mean, we don't see each other as much. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't seen each other for months now, but. Yeah, we know we keep in touch and we all... What was it like to see them back on without you? I'm just happy for them, mate. Yeah. Like, I left. I didn't leave on bad terms. Bad terms. And there was no bad blood and, you know, anything like that. It was just it was just a time for me to take some time out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I've, I want, I wanted the show to do well. The show is what... We, we all built that show together, you know, the, from the, the directors, the producers, Channel 4, the staff, us together. We all built that show together. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm proud of that show. Like even though I'm not on it anymore, and if even if it takes off and does well, you know, I was part of the creation of it. So yeah. I'm happy whatever it does, mate. But you must have a lot of other opportunities. That obviously, you can't say, but yeah. people want to what we always get a smile. Least, <laughs> we've got an exclusive, yeah. No, but no. you must have other avenues that you could go down. Could you potentially ever go back? 
I, listen, a I had a Christmas ne- special or something, shit like that. And listen, I, I had never. Oh, got a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> I never say never. It depends. Yeah. It depends on the circumstances and what was said, yeah. what, what it was about. Really, I don't know. We'll see. I never know. But where is um, your shop? Ellesmere Port. So, so people can yeah Ellesmere look in your Cheshire. Instagram and, and book in straight away. Well, yeah, how, no, how, so, how is that for you then? Does it not feel weird that people will just book in? Probably even not want a fucking tattoo, but they just want you to do it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's hectic because I deal with all my own emails now. Yeah. So we used to have a lad who helped out with it. He was a mate of ours that we known since we were kids, and uh, he helped out a couple of times. Like when he was off, he'd come in, sit mm-hmm. around, and he we'd say, "Oh, can you answer some emails for yeah. us?" And he'd do that. Anyway, found out he was nicking and stuff. You're joking, uh, thieving so, bastard. Yeah. So. Um, that's, so then I decided, you know, I'm going to have to just answer these myself. And mm-hmm. You can't trust people, you know, yeah. I've known this lad since I was a kid. So, but you know, it is what it is. Just cut these people out. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I deal with it all myself. So it's hectic to get yeah. through, you know, and obviously people More get frustrated. Mail. Pardon? Fan mail as well. Uh, I get some weird messages, yeah. The Netflix though is going to hit bigger numbers than E4. So it's like, it's just went full circle again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, well, it's funny because... I didn't know. No, we didn't get told it was it was going on Netflix. So you don't get told. No, I just went up. on Twitter and and uh, the Tattoo Fixers official you don't page. Got put... anything from that? No, you're no. joking. No. You're joking. Where did you make me insure no, me? Not a bee. Not you're a bee. Joking. Not a bee. No. no. Mate, that is going to be fucking flying. I know. Bastard. <laughs> no wonder you left me, fucking bastards. <laughs> No, um, but it'll still boost your profile no matter what you'll still utilise it to your advantage yeah because that'll be on there Netflix numbers are massive just now yeah it's yeah it's crazy mate and uh, you know yeah Netflix is huge and obviously like I said I didn't know it was going on there mm-hmm. and then I saw it on Twitter and then I thought oh fucking hell it's going to be on Netflix and at the time I I, I knew in my head it was that was big mm-hmm. but I didn't think so much into it yeah. and then I Obviously, since I've retweeted it and the others have been retweeting it and sharing it, mm-hmm. well, you, you, if you've yeah, watched yeah. my stories, yeah, mate, yeah. you can see I'm just constantly getting messages of people mm-hmm. watching the show all the time. Have you missed that kind of as well? Uh, it's such a weird life, but then if it doesn't, if it when it goes away, I appreciate kind, it. Yeah, yeah. I just appreciate yeah. it. I really appreciate. I appreciate all the nice messages I get, and I appreciate everyone supporting me. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Uh, I don't like the when people recognise me in the street. Though I miss that as much. Nah, nah, that's bullshit. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't, don't, mm. don't mind it. You know what I mean? But I quite like. There was a time where I wouldn't be able to go into town just to nip to the shop and buy a pair of jeans or something. Mm. You know, I'd, I'd think twice about doing it. Whereas now, I don't have that issue. Yeah. If people recognise me, it's more like, a, oh, it's so. You know. And now, at this point, no one can ask me for a picture anyway. Not allowed in two meters of me. It's a good reason. Get your mask on. So what you've had a great career so far brother yeah. you're an absolute gentleman thank you mate I can obviously I believe you'll still be doing other things in the future you can see with your face that you're, <laughs> you're choking to tell me but you don't want to give too much away yeah. is it exciting then for you yeah you know, really exciting I think you just gotta I'm just an optimistic person yeah. no matter what the situation mm-hmm. is so yeah mate I, I always think that you know I, I'm excited you know I've, I've done all this stuff in my 20s and I'm, I've just turned 30 and I don't see, you know, a lot of people go, oh, I'm 30, and I think, why are you saying that? I'm like, I think I'm now my next 10 years. I'm 36, man, lucky bastard, mate. I lie about major all the time, mate. Girls, I don't know, I'm a lying bastard, mate. Like, I say, what age are you? I'll just say, ah, oh, 32, 31. <laughs> Liar, mate. It'll always come out, mate. It comes out. And now anyway. you got to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I've no. thrown out my Eliza about me, mate, because I've dyed my hair last week. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm hanging on <laughs> with a thread, mate. It doesn't look dyed. Yeah, that's because that was good. That's good, mate. Yeah. No, I like yeah, it, mate. I like it. I don't mind. Age does. Age is not a thing that bothers me. Again, that's a perception, mate. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lad that um, had his leg blown off in Afghanistan uh, called Andy Grant, and uh, he's a motivational speaker now. And uh, you know, he said yeah, to me, I know Andy. "You know, do you yeah, know Andy? Yeah? yeah, he's coming on the podcast. Yeah, Andy's yeah, great, great lad. guy, man. Yeah, he was on yeah. Tight Fixes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, great lad. And he was, you know, he said things like he, he went, he met someone who said something like, um, if if you didn't know how old you were, how old would you feel?' Mm-hmm. And you know, when you think about that, and you don't think about your age, you'll either feel a lot older mm-hmm. or a lot younger. Yeah, I'm eighteen and it's, all yeah. day long, mate. <laughs> all day long, mate. That's only a number. I'm more, I'm fitter now." Mentally, physically, emotionally, yeah, at thirty six. So don't. That's the lie. Don't believe it. <laughs> uh, but I, again, it is all in the mind. I see people in their seventies and eighties running marathons. Yeah. So again, it is the mindset. Who did you? Who did you tattoo? Was it Never Walk Alone? Somebody that lost a leg. You'll never walk alone. Or the, Andy. There was. Oh fuck! So it's it was. Andy. Yes. No, he. Yeah. Andy came in and he had the tattoo of "You'll Never Walk Alone." Yeah. And the doc, doctor amputated his leg and mm-hmm. took off the word "alone." Yeah. So that's said, You'll never walk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> When he came in, I was just like, but he does, he's kept yeah. that tattoo, he hasn't mm. got rid of it because he loves it. Yeah. I think he's starting on his own podcast, I think. Yeah, he's, I think. Or yeah. else he's already done it. Yeah, I was, I've been on it. Oh, yeah, have you? Yeah, I was on it, I mm-hmm. think it was maybe a year or so ago. Yeah, 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 he used to, yeah, did, I mean, his yeah. Tom are doing Good, it. Good, yeah. great guy, mate. I was actually speaking to him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I'm going to get him on, mate. Get been through a lot, mate. Yeah, he's, mate. He's a good See, that's guy. inspiration, mate. I know yeah. some people think they've got a hard life and tough life. A lot of people build that shit up in their mind, but really, what these guys have been through and they're still kicking on in life they're still showing that it can be done it's everything's a mindset you, you mate. I think you know you just you just gotta keep going yeah. you? like you know what other choice do you have really yeah. you know and, and all bad times pass mate yeah. they do yeah. you always get to a better point exactly point. mate and like I say the, the, the light always comes through the darkness brother but for coming on a day mate coming to your, your hometown man yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure okay, brother thank you too, can't mate. wait to see the Christmas special yeah. mate um, <laughs> I can leave all the links to like, your tattoo shop and stuff but I yeah, don't yeah. know you've got a lot of fucking attention bro but don't worry about it um, <laughs> thank you mate it's been an absolute pleasure mate for oh, taking mate. your time mate god bless you mate brother. thanks for having thank us on you. cheers mate you can also watch my podcast on my YouTube channel the link is in the bio if you'd like to subscribe you can follow me on my social media platforms to see who my next guest is Follow me on Facebook at James English 11, Twitter, James English 0, Instagram, James English 2. You can also download these podcasts on iTunes or Spotify. Sports Social Podcast Network.